0: hello and welcome to the kinky boy podcast i'm craig
1: and I'm, Scott, I'm arzer
0: and we have our lovely guest zentai spot hello hello. yes glad to have you so yeah today uh, spot will be taking us through electro and e-stim kits yes so spot why don't you tell us a bit about yourself um, just to give the audience an idea
2: yeah, I'm the, uh, infamous, I suppose is the best way of saying it, Dalmatian puppy from the UK. Uh, I was the inaugural first Mr. Puppy UK 2015-2016. Uh, I was featured on the channel for documentary Secret Life of the Human Pups and various other bits and pieces around the world for various, uh, sort of radio stations and such forth. And then as I say, I've been a puppy for quite some time, probably about 12 years or so now. And basically that's me in a nutshell. Cool.
0: I mean, you have had a very illustrious career, um, but one of the things is you do a lot of demos for the eStim company, I believe.
2: I have done in the past. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Quite a few demos, uh, trade shows with them, um, basically just sort of, in some ways enjoying their kit, but at the same time helping them uh, pursue it and sell it and uh, show it off to people.
0: Oh, yes, it is very enjoyable. So we thought we'd have you on here today to talk about Electro. I'd like to give people an introduction, the do's, the don'ts, and how you can have fun with it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. So let's start off with the basics. What is Electroplay?
2: uh in uh simple terms it's like your tens machine that you can get from your pharmacist uh but it's got somewhat more varied options um and possibly uh slightly higher output such that you can then uh get yourself in either pain or pleasure depending upon each person's uh individual circumstances and enjoy yourself in that sense
0: and yes they are very enjoyable um my partner and I, it was sort of the first joint toy purchase we ever made, and it has been one of the best ones that's seen constant use. Um, Electro has an amazing feeling. The best way I can describe it is sort of like pins and needles, but nice. I mean, yes. nice on the lower settings.
1: However, yeah, we, was- we should make a distinction um, right off the bat, and that is there are actually two major types. One is the violet wand, which is more surface level and will deliver an experience generally more like being snapped with a rubber band. You can adjust that feeling by adjusting the number of contact points. And then the devices we're talking about that give you sort of that tingly pins and needles feeling, those are more source boxes, um, eSteam Systems 2B, Tensbox, box, Eros Tech. Uh, that sort of thing. So just just to differentiate for later when we talk about violet wands. Yes, yes they very, very, very so, different two technologies.
0: Yes. So the basic science is violet wands um, use electrostatic. So essentially like what you get from rubbing a balloon. So they have a glass um, surface and they run the current across the surface to create static electricity. And you basically can give people very powerful static shocks and such i
2: was gonna say uh, think back to the school days of the van de Graaff generator
0: yes exactly whereas electro boxes like e-stim basically run a current through your muscles uh which obviously creates a very different effect
1: yes more on the, the penis <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah like oh we'll box. get to that
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So how did you first get into Electro?
2: Um, I first got into it from, I mean, truthfully, it came from the puppy side and Mm -hmm. it used quite often. And again, this is where, to a small extent, we ought to bear it in mind, is that you can get Electro dog shock collars.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And with the puppy aspect in my mind, uh, they seemed like a good idea to experiment with. However, before we got to that extent, we came across uh, the e systems remote control box, of which came with a set of sticky pads. Mm-hmm. And it just filled that gap of being kinky, but at the same time safe, but at the same time had that slight feeling of puppy play um, from the point of view of if you look at some biological dogs, and I know in some countries these are not allowed anymore, mm-hmm. but you get the shock collars for them. So it just fitted that little gap Nicely, fairly early on in my pup aspect. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's that's where my electro yeah. uh, adventure began.
0: Yeah, and it, it's one of those things where you start off with just the pads, and there are so many different like little attachments and other ways you can use it. It it can get very creative.
2: Yeah, I was going to oh. say you you got sticky pads that you can stick to the surface of the skin, or you can get insertables that go within. Mm -hmm. depending upon which direction and who you are depends on where you want to put them
0: yes now since you brought up the electro collars i think it's good to say please do not use the collars made for this is to the audience please do not use the collars made for dogs on humans
1: no they're not right they're not yes more more specifically i've actually heard um after the secret life of the human pups in the UK, there was one in Australia and one of the pups there is also a doctor and he's commented on his own blog about, you know, don't use it on the neck. Maybe you can use it on a limb, like a leg or an arm, but that's as far as you should go. If you do it on the neck, you can definitely get some muscle trauma or worse there and uh, you're going to have a real bad time.
0: Yeah. Don't, biological dogs' necks are quite fatty, and they also have a thick layer of fur over them, and the electrodes on those shock collars are built to be powerful enough to go through both those layers. Humans don't. Humans have quite a vulnerable skinny neck. So. I was
2: going to say, very thin skin around that area, yes. Yeah.
0: And a lot of nerves going
1: through it. Most people have a lot of nerve going through them, but hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Say someone's piqued their interest, they wanted to start out, what would you recommend they start out with?
2: Um, it, uh, in an odd sense of the word, it depends upon how mm-hmm. deep the pockets are.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Very early on, and you're just wanting to experiment, just see what the sensations might be like, whether it's possibly going to be for you, and you don't want to splash out loads of money, head down to your, I mean, the best option is probably head down to your local pharmacist or sort of mm-hmm. chemist shop and look at the uh, TENS units, the muscle stimulant units that you can get. Uh, most people use them for if they've got a sort of a running injury or similar, um, or the like the um, oh, I'm trying to think, uh, Slender Tone used to be a brand in the UK, sort of for like the ab
0: workout ad, things, yeah.
2: That, that sort of thing. That's they're kind of. In their own little way, they're not going to give you the full effect. They're not going to give you everything you can get from a box that's proprietary designed for East in Play or Electro Play of that nature. But they will give you a very good starting feeling as to whether or not it's something that you want to pursue or not. Mm-hmm. Without spending a lot of money, without breaking the bank straight away.
1: Yeah, the the way I would liken it is uh, it's a little bit like driving stick on a car versus driving automatic. I've actually given someone a hands-free orgasm with a TENS box, but it was a lot of work to adjust it in real time, the wavelength, the amplitude, and it helped to have the guy in Chastity for quite a while ahead of time, whereas with an eStim Systems 2B, the pre-programmed settings will automatically get people there very easily and very quickly if you if you <laughs> don't watch it.
2: I was going to say, I, I get there, um, dare I say rather too quick sometimes. Quicker than I want to be. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes. th- that's when you turn down the intensity a bit. And uh, But yes, it's, it's so much easier with a more advanced source box. When you use a TENS, just be aware, it's it's going to be a lot of manual adjustment to get even half the experience you'll get on a high-end box.
2: Absolutely, but at least it's, dare I say, it's an a inexpensive starting ground for those that wish to try it.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, just with I, the pads, you can do so much experimentation.
1: Well, and it's also uh, one of those things where you know it's a fifty-dollar investment we, as we mm. said roughly um, versus like my eStim systems package with all the attachments and electrodes. I think I went over eight hundred US when all was done. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, say, there's yeah, a world of difference. They add up quick,
2: but it's, it like you say, yes, the world of difference thereafter is worth it.
1: Yeah, I've, I've i've never ever ever regretted a dime i've spent on that box a lot of people have also not regretted a dime I've spent on that likewise box. absolutely
0: oh yeah i mean they are so fun um i mean one of my favorite ones is i forget which model it is but um they take a audio jack in so you can essentially plug in your phone or an ipod or any other sort of music player and the sort of shocks and waves it'll send through the person up through like whatever attachment you're using the pads um will match the pitch and tone of the music you're playing
2: that's yeah the um eastern systems do and A was known as an a box for that nature mm-hmm. um which does it in real time uh the 2b which is their more advanced power box will do audio input to it um mm. But because it's got so many other features in amongst it, you don't quite get the same feelings as you would do from the A-Box. But yeah. from that point of view, you can pl- again, yes, you're right. You can plug in your iPhone or your uh, um, MP3 player into it and listen, listen to the music. I put that in inverted commas mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: through various stimulative attachments and enjoy yourself that way. And equally right. also, you, you can also set up and build up uh, tracks using uh, Audacity or sort of some way of editing software on the computer and actually build up your own program to get yourself to where you want to be throughout the entire stimulus rather than listening to proper, what I call popular music through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the the advantage to that, too, there are other boxes that do the audio input as well. I believe Eros Tech had a model that did that. But on the 2B, although you know the audio input might be different and maybe um, I, I've never really looked at the specifications a bit more, uh, shall we say, synchronized on other boxes, the 2B does come with the capability to attach it to a computer and create your own programs for execution later, um, which is a fantastic feature.
2: Yes, very much. So you've got well, you've got both options of the 2B. You've got the audio input option, uh, or you can, like you say, you, you can build it into a playlist of uh, the <laughs> modes that are in the box and run it directly from the computer. So there's two different ways of playing with a 2B from a computer.
0: Oh, brilliant! I mean, I've not played with any of the advanced ones like set up like that, but I know. Um, a classical music track, "Hall of the Mountain King," is quite a good one, especially if they're like mummified or bot- in bondage for a while, when you want to have a long build-up. Joe, you know, I've like, never thought of that track. I like the idea of that one. Yes.
1: I um, I, I do G and D. I would laugh my ass off. I wouldn't be able to do that. Mm. I'd be like, <laughs> "Roll initiative if you want to come."
0: Yeah. So for <laughs> UK listeners, if you're not aware of what "Hall of the Mountain King" is, it's the what's famously in the UK known as the Alton Towers theme music. So, yeah, that just imagine that as an electro tune or electro sensation. Yeah, that'll you know, give I'd, you an idea of what it does.
2: I was going to say, <laughs> I might even give that a crack tonight just for a bit of a
0: laugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to give us a review. Absolutely.
0: Brilliant. So, um, so let's get a bit more into this and gritty. Uh, what is so? How do they work with wavelength and amplitude? What What do those settings do?
2: Well, the wavelength aspect of it um, is how far apart from the really strong point to the really weak point back to the really strong point is. So that's your wavelength. So it could, if it was a really slow wavelength, it means the pulse will build really slowly up until the point of the peak and then really slowly come back down. So that's your wavelength. And then your amplitude is actually how intense it's going to be when it gets to that top of the sort of the peak so i'm trying to think of a sort of a an analogy to try and make it easier for people to understand i know uh in the uk everyone understands that or hopefully most people understand that mains electricity coming out the wall socket now and probably we ought to cover mm-hmm. this in a bit but mains electricity coming out of the wall socket is at 50 hertz so that's 50 cycles so 50 points from top of it of the peak to the bottom of the next peak and then back again is 50 times a second. Um, I think mm-hmm. the US is 60 hertz, if I remember rightly, off the top of my head. Uh,
1: it, it sounds like it could be about right.
2: Yeah, so that's that. That's where you can look at your uh, wavelength aspect, and they say your amplitude is actually how strong it is. So a nine-volt battery versus a 240-volt uh, wall socket. Now I'm not in, um, advocating playing with wall sockets and electricity. That's not a good idea. But I'm trying to sort of think of an analogy to put the uh, amplitude into perspective. How how loud it is, like a volume
1: control. Yeah, actually, the since you know technology is kind of my day job. The metaphor I always use with people is imagine that you're in a boat and you're on the ocean, right? The wavelength mm. is the distance between the peak of the wave behind you and the peak of the wave ahead of you, and yes. you're sort of in the middle in that trough. And the height of the wave is the amplitude, right? So if I'm in calm waters, the amplitude might be so low that it seems like a ripple. But if I'm in a hurricane, that, you know, amplitude, the height of the wave might be quite high indeed. Um, So that's that's kind of how it works. And the boat in this metaphor is where your personal experience of having that current run through you is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very good, clear metaphor for it.
2: Mm, that's actually quite a nice, yeah. simple one. I, I think I've overcomplicated it, I'm afraid, for you guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. No, but I will also say on mains power, there is a small, tiny exercise with caution caveat to that. Some source boxes for eStim play are designed to plug into the wall. Uh, namely, we, we keep coming back to eStim systems in the 2B, but again, Aerostech and other vendors. I was going to say I think
2: it's wall mains as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. So that's part of the design. However, you know, be careful because you want to make sure your box is well maintained and everything is functioning as intended, because that can do you a treat if your box is defective or or hasn't been cared for properly.
2: Yeah. Likewise, don't go sticking uh, the cables and various other bits straight into the wall socket. Make sure you've got the power source box in between you. And the wall socket otherwise you're going to sort of you're only going to end up down the a and e department rather too quickly with the uh, interesting burns which are going to be awkward to explain yeah.
1: but yeah. on the upside you'll learn a darwin award <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i know the violent wand um power boxes also tend to plug in um and they sound terrifying
1: something um, i've never um, experienced yet it, it depends, because uh, I guess we could talk a little bit about contacts. There are actually some contacts for violet wands that radically change the experience you get out of them. Mm-hmm. So the thing I've always been taught when I've gone to demos and such is the more points of contact you have, the less sort of snappy and rubber bandy the experience is. So if I have a violet wand attachment with one point, and I come up to uh, a sub who's bound, and I touch it against them, they're going to get one hell of a rubber band snap. If I put on the rake, it has, you know, what is it four or five different contact points. Each of those will be about one-fifth of what you would have gotten from a single point. And then you can go all the way up to, and I saw this in public once, and I was like, I really have to budget for that someday. Still haven't done it. It's a full-body contact electrode where one person kind of like tucks it in, I think they put it at their waistband at the demo I saw, and then just sort of like runs their hands or their body over the other person. And it's like, um, from what I'm told, it's like it's just tingly all over where you're in contact with each other. So that gets to the point where it's not snappy at all and is is more sort of pleasurable and erotic for both of them all over.
0: Oh, Yeah. I've seen that and I've also seen a variant on that where it's a glove.
1: Yeah. Wherever they touch
0: them on the glove. And that tends to be a lot of people's favorites. I also know, um, twisted monk do a special set of rope with, um, I think it's silver filament running through the weave, um, that you can literally plug into a violent one box.
1: My, one of my boys bought
0: some. mm, Oh, Brilliant. Can you yes. tell us how
1: it was? We haven't hooked it up yet. He mostly got it um, speculatively. It's sort of a, a forward-facing thing because mm-hmm. he's kind of he's kind of my boy right now, but he's apprenticing under me to learn more Dom stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he's focusing on that he knows very well and that I'm all thumbs with is rope work, and he's trying to wait till he builds up to the point where his skills are such that we can use this more expensive than the other. Rope stuff in a really good scene. But so far, you know, he says that just out of the packaging, the quality seemed good and all of that.
0: Oh, yeah. Twisted Monk is very well known for their quality. And it is going back to the Violet Worm <coughs> boxes. Um, a lot of them aren't modern creations, a lot of them are refurbished. And there's a, actually a stall in the London Alternative Market, which is um, held in London every. First Sunday of the month? I think
2: it's first Sunday of the month in memory,
1: yes.
0: Yes, yeah, they're brilliant. They, like, if you need to go get kink consum- consumables, that's a great place to go to them because they have market stalls. One of the regular market stalls is a guy that refurbishes old um, violet wand boxes. And they're beautiful things, like almost steampunky with like wooden boxes, ornate wooden boxes with huge dials and plugs and switches in them. Like, I don't like Violet Wands for play, but I love looking at the boxes because they were originally a medical invention for various things like women's hysteria, you know, from that sort of era of medical understanding.
1: Or, or medical saying. misunderstanding.
0: yes. <laughs>
2: But it's ironic, isn't it? You go from the violent mm. ones of that era, uh, which was used for medical reasons, mm. and if you look at where we are these days with the East systems or the uh Erostech boxes and such forth, they have also, if you think about it, have developed from the medical backgrounds of the TENS units. So oh, it's, yeah. it's come from the same circle, from the same direction, just at a slightly slower rate for the um ESTIM type systems.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I exactly. use my I use my Aerostex box when I've had to pull uh, muscle at the gym. I just put the pads either side of the pulled muscle and let it
1: do its thing. Mm, The funny funny thing is in the U.S., some of those devices used to be by prescription only. So the (laughs) TENS box I own, I actually bought it through eBay, and before it could be shipped to me – eBay invalidated the purchase because I bought it so long ago that those laws were still in effect. And they went, no, this is a medical device. We don't think you should be able to buy and sell it. And the seller actually had to contact me privately and go, give me the money anyway and I'll send it to you. And I was like, that works Hmm. for me. But yeah, (laughs) there's been a history of restricting them in this country. I don't know what changed, but now they're in every drugstore everywhere.
0: Hmm, That's interesting. I mean, I assume it's probably someone lobbied enough money at the problem to make it go away.
1: Well, you know, medical industry in this country is for profit, so they never balk at the chance to sell us something else. Exactly. They, I was going to say, they probably tax you on it, though, don't they? They tax us on everything. I'm still waiting for the air tax. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, going back to the regular boxes... Um, Now, there are two types of attachments, monopole and dipole. Do you mind explaining the difference between the two?
2: Yes. um, The monopole is, as it to one extent sounds, it is a single point of contact. It will not work from the power box source on its own. It needs a second monopole position to send the electricity current through. So effectively in simplest terms it's a single sticky pad you just it will mm-hmm. not work as a single sticky pad you still need two single singular sticky pads one in one place or one in another place to work so that's your monopole in the simplest of possible formats that i can think of and then your bipole electrodes they are actually as one single unit that you plug both Um, For simple terms red connector and black connector both of them go into two independent connecting points on that single unit of which you can then insert within yourself or Mm. if you've got um, specific nipple clamps you can put them into the nipple clamps not you you, i suppose cover at this point is never ever cross the electricity across the heart so you make sure that you got both red and black in a single side mm-hmm. not red on one side black on the other side of your body it's not going to do you any favors yeah so yeah monopole single point of contact you need a second one to work by Bi- uh, dipole or bipole depending on who you are and what you want to call it mm-hmm. that will actually uh, effectively that is itself in a single unit so that's your insertables or such forth
0: yeah so yeah let's talk a bit about the insertables and all the different things you can use with them uh, so obviously, one of my favourites is the electro butt plugs. Um, the reason I love these is um, often the uh, ele- the patch where the current goes through is around the sphincter. So what this means is you can get it to rapidly open and close and you basically end up fucking yourself because it's Cause clenching so, you, and yeah. so fast and rapidly.
2: Yeah, you, you clench and therefore it pushes the plug inside and then you relax yeah. and it sort of gently slides out a bit and then you clench it up it goes again
0: mm-hmm.
2: yes, pre- yes pressing on wonderful
1: places and there yes. are actually two different styles there's the traditional butt plug style where you know there is a, a flat base on the outside um, pays to also have electrical leads with flat bottoms as well so that folks can be in various positions without worrying about bending pins breaking them or pulling them out and then there are full on probes. Um, one example would be the Electro Egg. It's an eSTEM Systems product. Um, it looks like just one of those metal insertable, I, I think sometimes they call them bullets or whatever. Um, just sort I, of I an. Gonna, ob- so, so,
2: uh, one thing that you uh, might come across is, again, I'm not sure if they're in the US, but the Kinder Egg, Kinder
1: Surprise plastic in bits in the middle. They mm-hmm. had to come up with a version just for the U.S. because senators felt there was a risk children would choke on the plastic, and a Norwegian friend of mine never lets me live this down. He's like, well, Americans <laughs> can't eat candy without dying, too. I'm like, yes, yeah, Americans can't eat candy without dying. But no, it does it does look egg-like, and it inserts fully in. There's absolutely nothing on the exterior, No, no flat bottom. You just have a cord running out. And that can provide a somewhat different experience because it's already inside you, very deep inside. And it can rest, if you get it just right, against the prostate directly. So that's a, a different sort of experience, um, still a very pleasant one. Oh, yes. and, uh, yeah, The only thing to be careful with those is when you remove them, please do not pull on the electrical cable to pull them out. You're going to have to have the, the bottom sort of push it out on their own.
0: Mm-hmm yeah i mean i have seen a variant on them where they're essentially the egg and electro is on a non-conductive rod essentially it looks like what is a medical prostate massager uh, say, where yeah, it's, it's like a long a nice thin stick ball. with a bulb yeah. on the end and i've seen them as a sort of version of it which i think would be better because obviously it's better if you have something that you can grab onto and just pull it out if in case you need it But yeah, um, and obviously we talk a lot about stuff going in the butt, but there are also sounds.
2: There are. Um, uh, I've got uh, a hollow penis plug, and Mm -hmm. that, because of the nature of it and a sound in general, they are Mm -hmm. going to be classified as a monopole connector, and therefore you need to find somewhere else to put the other electrode contact point Mm -hmm. Uh, one place that uh, is quite pleasant is like a sticky pad between the bottom of your ball sack and Uranus, anus. And effectively, because of that, it means that the current then flows right up through your shaft and out the top. And that gives you a very tense, but very enjoyable sort of
0: squeezing
2: mm-hmm. feeling all the way up the shaft. Um and so that's for the, well, i say I use a penis plug for doing it. But if you go for the sounds, again, you can go a little bit like the violet ones, where if a tiny bit of the sound is touching, it's going to be very intense. But mm-hmm. the more you insert it and the deeper it goes, yes, the feeling and the current is running through you deeper within the body. But at the same time, you've got more surface area touching the skin, and therefore it becomes less intense, but more enjoyable from deeper inside you.
0: Yeah, I mean, it should be said there are – use water-based lubes with these, and there are special ones that advertise themselves as conductive lubes. Yes. Which are made to be used with these. And obviously it means the conduction area is spread out more across the skin so you don't get sharp points. Um, I learned the hard way. Um, If you're trying to do the trick of making yourself come hands-free with the um, static bands, which we'll get to in a minute – always use conductive lube with them. Otherwise, it becomes quite painful. <laughs> I'll
1: yeah. tell you what,
2: there's, there's another thing that you'd never ever want to try and do, which is get the level quite, you know, if you've got an insertable inside you mm-hmm. or similar, have the level quite high and then accidentally pull out one of the connectors and sit on it. You'll find that tiny little contact point. You'll f- peel yourself
1: off the ceiling. It hurts. <laughs> 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 well, that's also, if you're in a... um using a box that has two separate outputs, right? Which, you know, most of the, the very high-end boxes do. If you're wrapping up, make sure that you've turned the box off. Don't go, okay, I'm going to start unplugging things, because when you unplug from channel A or B, all of the current that is no longer in use by that channel goes to the other channel, thus making it way more intense. One might even say twice as intense all of a sudden. Um And I uh, had that accidentally happen once. And believe me, that was another peel the bottom off the ceiling situation. Oh, dear. (laughs) Especially if you're not ready for it, that's for certain. No, I will admit, chuckling though. I I am a sadist. You can't blame me.
0: Yeah, so I think that covers all the insertables, unless there's one I've forgotten.
1: Uh, No, I think um, the only thing I would add on the insertables is remember when you're using something uh, in the butt, whether that's a butt plug or a probe, you're not going to be able to use a condom on it. Many people do that with other butt toys to help with cleanup, but rubbers are obviously not conductive and will block your experience altogether. Yeah.
0: So there are plenty of also external toys, which Electro excels at. Obviously, most basic kits as we mentioned comes with uh, just two conductive pads uh they can be a lot of fun uh obviously the sensation of the current goes between the two pads um one of the funnest things i've ever had is my boyfriend and i stick um pads like i stick one pad on his leg and one pad on my arm and i just run my hand down his leg and obviously wherever my fingers touch the current makes a contact point um there is it's very fun you can do it on legs arms always safety tip always be aware of where the current will go through the electric current will find the shortest possible route so make sure it will never pass through either of your you or your partner's hearts or central body always keep it to the limbs
2: I was going to say, one, one of the things that quite often comes up, um, and I from memory do uh, feel that it is in the manual for almost, nearly most uh, electro boxes, and I think it's in the most of the manuals for the um, TENS units as well, Yeah. ideally you want to keep the contacts preferably waist down for safety reasons. The lower you, you know, the further down the body you keep it, the safer it is because the further away you are from the heart, the lungs, and the, all of that sort of side of things.
0: yeah so keep it away from the chest area and the spine because obviously that's nervous system central um so yeah the pads can be very versatile don't think just because you've got the cheap kit with just the pads that that's not as fun you can do a lot with them i was
2: gonna say when when i first started i mean this is going right back to when we first started the conversation today Mm -hmm. um I started off out with the remote box from Eastern systems and that came with two sticky, uh, well, I think it was a uh, four sticky pads, but, um, so that, virtually there. And then I went, we bought it. I put two sticky pads, one on each butt, uh, cheek of my buttocks and effectively the box was then, uh, hooked onto my waistband and my trousers. And we went off out uh, around the shopping center thereafter Mm -hmm. And every time I disappeared and ran away a little bit too far, um, I found myself with uh, very clenched buttocks and sort of half kneeling on the floor with everyone looking at me, kind of going, what's happened to him? And that's simply put, because the remote control was in my partner's hand and they went, you've Mm -hmm. gone too far away, (laughs) prodded the button and I went, "Okay, I'll stop because it hurts.
1: (laughs) So... Great way to keep track of your children at the mall, too, parents.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: (laughs) 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 The nice nice thing is, like you say, it's it's, most of the the starter kits come with it, Mm. and just because they're sticky pads, they look basic and boring. They've got just as much fun behind them, depending upon where you stick them.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, There was a neat little trick my friend was demoing for them, Adam, uh, another co-host for this show. Uh, He had... um, They had like the remote control box of the pads they very specifically put it across a band muscle in his leg so what they would do is when they would press the button it would cause his leg to basically collapse and you'd have to kneel down because obviously any muscle with an electro running through it will automatically tense up involuntarily
2: Uh, yes yeah back back of your thighs is a good place to put those if you Mm. want to do it that way yes
0: yeah so yeah that you can have a lot of fun with just the sticky pads um one of the most popular ones i always see people doing is the electro bands and this is they mostly use them around the cock to try and do hands-free coming
1: and there are two types it should be specified one type is fabric um, with kind of like a metal contact point and they tend to have like a plastic blue buckle to cinch them down these are kind of the old school electrobands. Um the newer ones these days tend to be loops of conductive rubber uh, process that that combination in your head for a second there, and they come in usually a broad and a narrow size, um depending on, you know, how much area you want to spread the current over and how much you want to send through them. But, uh, yeah, the modern ones also tend to hold up a little bit better. The fabric ones have a tendency to deteriorate and become stiff over time. The conductive rubber ones, if cared for properly, last a lot longer.
0: Yeah, and um, to use them, you basically put one around the base of your cock and one just around the, under the head of the glands where they're most sensitive, and you just get the right pulse setting, and it will eventually make you come
2: many a time it's sort of had mm. the better of me many mm. a time
0: and yeah that links into one of the other ones which is you can get chastity cages with um built-in a in cage rubber yes, yes. absolutely
1: <laughs> and so and that, interestingly enough confidently. Uh, yeah well i think you just gave away the the family secrets there <laughs> uh, The fun thing is, though, you don't really need to spend a fortune to get one of those either. There have been some knockoffs that have been appearing on eBay, and I actually bought one, and I was like, well, how good can this really be? And uh, you insert, you know, a black and a red lead into sort of little rubbery nubs that protrude from the side of the head on the uh, chastity cage, and... Sure enough, with the right amount of conductive lube in there, I got fantastic results with some of the subs I'd had, especially the ones who had been in Chastity before, and we just sort of swapped one cage for another. Um, that was a, a pretty awesome head trip for them as well. So I highly awesome. recommend those. I
2: was going to say, from from my side of things or from the sub side of things, it's a very weird, intense experience. You're, you're completely captive, and yet the next thing you know, it's like, hang on a minute, how did I manage to do that without touching and being locked away at the same time it's a as a wonderful headspace to be in
0: yeah um on a variant of them i if people don't want to be locked up but want to have a good stimulation i know ox bulls do a um sort of like bull sack stretcher that um takes the, oh, the two contacts in the bottom yes. yes yeah
2: yeah i've i've sort of half tried that and never quite got it right so i've uh, but i've put that one to one side but that's only personal experience
0: yeah i mean i suppose it very much depends on like your body shape and how well you fit and those sorts of things and probably shaving would probably help i think
2: i was gonna say the the, yeah. the cleaner the area of contact the better it is that's mm-hmm. just, yes
0: cool um there is one other type which i'm not aware of which is coronal stimulators what are those
1: so imagine if you took um, sort of a ru- conductive rubber ring that mm-hmm. fit just behind the cockhead, and then you had a second uh, sort of hemispherical rubber lead that goes down the center of the head, across the urethra, and then back under the gland. So think of it kind of like it's going to be a terrible analogy. You know that hat in the movie *Midsummer*? It looks like that from the end. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's disconcerting I described that hat and everyone. <laughs> uh, but uh, it has um, electrical contacts can put on it. And the idea about it is it gets behind the, the you know, the glands around the corona
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then across the front of the glands. So it does sort of not necessarily 360, but as close as you can get electrical stimulation all around the head, kind of the e-stim equivalent of head polish.
0: Oh, wow. That that head. that sounds like it would be very intense. I mean, head polishing is... It's one of those things I can never tell if I like it or not, just because <laughs> it is such an intense sensation. Say, it's a love-to-hate feeling, isn't it? Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the one thing I'd be careful about is some of the coronal stimulators you will find these days have yet another lead, and that lead is on the bit that crosses over the urethral opening, the meatus. That is meant to pop inside and provide another level of electrical stimulation from the inside, but I have never been convinced of sort of the safety of them because they look very much just like a little pin. If someone out there has tried them and gotten good results, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, but I've always been a little bit hesitant about those models.
0: Hmm. So... Yeah, I think we've covered all the attachments or the different ways you can use them. I think we do need to talk about safety because obviously we've yeah. touched on it several times. So let's just go over. Uh, big thing, never, ever, ever have the current running across your chest.
1: No, it's like, like Fight Club. That's the first two rules.
0: Yeah. heart your lungs you don't want to have an electric current running through them you don't want to fuck with them so always steer clear of the chest again steer clear of the spine because it's where all your nerves go through if you fry that you're done for um and back of the head one of the most i've actually seen someone got thrown out of a um, sex club because what they did was they attacked the sub was up on St Andrew's Cross. They stuck a electro pad to their perineum, and the idiot stuck one on the back of his head to give him a blowjob. Obviously, the idea would be electrified blowjob. Um, yeah, he was pretty Ooh. immediately thrown out.
1: Yeah, I don't blame them.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it's not supposed to be Sylvia Plath shock therapy for your brain. Don't do mm. yeah. that.
0: I mean, most of these kits are at a low, of, low enough voltage that they shouldn't do anything. But if you have, like, heart heart problems that you're not aware of or anything like that, it can set it off. So never, ever, you know, stick to, like...
2: Effectively, it's waist down is a simple way. Yeah, I mean, yes, you can go to the down. ABS, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But uh, ABS is the highest up you really want to go.
0: yeah also again if you're using it like as a contact point between touch make sure it goes on the matching limbs between you and your partner so no current goes across the chest
1: and be careful Uh, with circuits too sometimes you think well these these leads are in safe places but if you accidentally get the current to cross between some of those points without realizing it either because you know you you. Let some conductive medium come in the middle, or whatever. That too can get you voltage in places you won't appreciate, and that can cause you some harm.
2: I was gonna, yeah, it's a bit little bit similar to the uh, comments I made earlier. The fact that if you end up with a connector that drops out of, say, the butt plug or the um, sticky pad, if you've got a little the little two mil connector drops out for any reason, you go, oh, it's all stopped working for some reason, and then you sit on it, you're going to be ouch on the ceiling.
0: Yeah yeah it is something you really want to avoid um so on the topic of oh the other place never put them is the soles of the feet uh because apparently this is where a lot of nerves end as i understand it i've never fully understood like i've never fully got the reasoning but everyone keeps saying do not put them on the soles of the feet
2: i've ne- never actually really tried it down there so mm-hmm. i can't give a comment one mm-hmm. way or the other But, uh, I mean, when you think, I suppose, um, the the acupuncture and all the rest of it, they quite often go for your feet because, like you say, there's lots of nerve endings that do all sorts of funny things down in your feet. So, I can see the logic behind why they're saying not to do it, but I couldn't give you a definitive answer.
0: Yeah, it is just something I keep hearing time and again, which is, do not put it on the feet. So, yeah, I'm not not in the mood to test that, so... (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, if anyone has an explanation to why, please leave a comment or write into the show. We'll read it out. We'd, we'd love to know. Um, so, yeah, any other safety points?
2: Uh, I suppose the answer is don't, going back to where we started again mm-hmm. slightly earlier on in the sense that don't go sticking your electrode um, connectors straight into wall sockets. Mm-hmm. Make sure you've got the power box and the adapter between you and the wall socket 240 volts or uh, from the uk side of things or 110 for the us happy to be corrected um is not going to do you any favors you'll be down say the local a any department um with some very interesting explanations so make sure you always and um, got the power box and the adapter between you and the wall socket or if you're not too sure and you're not too happy or you just want to go out and play um on the high sort of out and about uh, where you don't have a wall socket, use the batteries. I and mean, Most of the kits and most of the boxes have a battery adapter to allow you just to use them straight away from the battery.
1: There's also uh, one other safety thing, and this is a maintenance thing. Do not ever clean your stuff with soap and water. You will cause damage or harm. Normally, what you'll get um, with a lot of kits is a series of alcohol wipes, um, medical grade, Um, Uh if you ever reorder them be careful of the size i myself reordered some and didn't look at the size and they were the teeny tiny ones meant to swab injection sites when you're drawing blood or or giving someone medication through a needle um but you're going to want to use pads like that alcohol pads to clean down the contacts the wires the box whatever but never soap and water
0: yeah um yeah obviously um as you say use alcohol cleaner there's um alcohol-based toy cleaners available which you can use make sure if you're using water-based lube to clean them thoroughly because obviously these a lot of these are metal so obviously you don't yes so you don't want any sort of rust or degradation so keep them dry clean clean with alcohol
1: store in a dry place and I guess, as an IT guy, I'll throw in one more. If you see a frayed wire, for the love of everything, do not use it. Don't try to like cheaply put electrical tape over it. If the wire's busted, that's a bad sign. Just just sell out and replace it. It's not the most was, expensive part. Of your I day. was going
2: to say the cables themselves to replace to keep it maintained and safe. The cheap and cheerful bits. To count them as disposable as almost if needed.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Cool. So I think this has pretty thoroughly covered everything. wouldn't you say
1: Uh, i'd say so
0: cool cool so thank you very much spot this has been enlightening and we would have to have you on again
2: sometime anytime anytime
0: Uh, yeah so is there anything you'd like to plug or your twitter or anything like that
2: um i suppose there's a Couple of things um my mm-hmm. twitter if you wanted to go and have a look um it's 98 percent safe enough just about for work um but it's zentai spot z-e-n-t-a-i-s-p-o-t mm-hmm. find us on there equally if you've got any questions about east In play or similar either ask the manufacturers most of them are not shy to answer the questions or alternative you want to give me a shout i'll see what i can do to help from that side um and I suppose the only other thing is I started out very early on with the remote box from Eastim Systems, mm-hmm. and I think it was the beginning of this week. They have just released the version two of their remote box, so uh, hopefully I'm going to get them, sort of give them a shout one of these days and sort myself out on those and let you know how the new version of it compares to the old version.
0: Fantastic! We'd love a would love a, like a proper hands-on review of it.
2: <laughs> yeah. As I say it's, it's. From what I can understand, looking at the Twitter feed from themselves, it's uh, only been out less than a week. So, yeah, excited times.
0: Oh, fantastic!
1: Cool. um that as a show sometime. Gear reviews.
0: Ah, oh, I would Good love to yeah. do that. No, that'd be really cool. I think that will be one for the pipeline. Mm. Cool. Yes. Um. So yes. Thanks to all our listeners. Uh, we would like to give a special thank you to all our patrons um obviously the one dollar tier get to listen to this show early and we'd like to thank uh david our five dollar tier patron for um being a sponsor of the show uh you make this possible uh, thank you very much if you have anything you want to talk about on this show or have any ideas you can reach us at kinky Boys Pod, podcast at gmail or twitter facebook any of our new more things cool so, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, Your vote. Thanks, Spot, for coming on.
2: You're very welcome. Not a problem at all.
0: So, as always, listeners, uh, enjoy and play safe.